This is Sarah Davis. And this is Rob Lindley. And this is How Much Do We Love, episode 35. Yeah, we thought we were only going to do a couple this week, but we love Halloween so much. And we wanted to talk about something else. Yeah, whether you like it or not. That's right. Yes. So here's, we were were on a little Halloween uh, roll with the previous episode. And one of the things that we wanted to talk about, but we ran out of time, was holiday uh, Halloween programming. Yes. television. Yes. And, and we, we kind of started talking about this a little bit when the talk show people start going crazy. Mm-hmm. But I really would like to spend a little bit of time with the queen of the crazy. Mm-hmm. Martha Stewart goes apeshit nutballs around Halloween. Yeah. And I, I even think she has a DVD you can get of just the Halloween. <gasps> nice. If you can find... I mean, there was one year that she, for every episode, had this fake spider that was on her shoulder, and she, and she named it Beauty. <laughs> so every time she'd be like, floating eyeballs in your punch bowl, it's a good thing. Even, <laughs> even Beauty thinks so. And she gets so weird. Because she kind like, of has no sense of humor. Which, no. I mean, or, sure, or at least she, she has a sense of humor, but she herself is not particularly funny. Like, that's exactly. why it's so great. Because but I think that's my thing. I'm awesome. like, I think she has a tremendous sense of humor, but right. she just isn't funny at all. So it just is creepy. Except, did you see when she was on that episode of Ellen? Um, Ellen Ellen's original sitcom? No. And I don't think so. Oh, it was really funny. She was on playing herself, but I'll tell you about that later. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> her sitcom was funny, Ellen's. Um, yes, it was. Well, you I know, love, it's, I she told, just goes nuts. Well, I was telling Rob, I don't have a, I don't watch that show regularly, but I turned the TV on the other day, and she was, she had this pumpkin that was like the size of a Volkswagen Beetle, and she had, or <laughs> someone had intricately carved it into a punch bowl, and it had this whole like crazy intricate lattice work on the top edge and it was super scary and then she was showing and i can't remember what was it was an older actor and someone will remember but i can't remember who the actor was who that she was doing the segment with but it was a punch bowl but then they were putting dry ice between the punch bowl and the pumpkin itself Uh and then putting water in so it was a steaming cup of cauldron oh it made me laugh so hard And you know what? I saw her. I, now I'm remembering. I, I turned it on the other day. Wait, speaking of witch's brew. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, I have sound Sounds effects like my now. Look yesterday. out. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, yesterday, she had um, like a giant um, jar with cauliflower in it and food coloring uh-huh. to make it look like bra- a brain. Oh, a brain? <laughs> So oh, weird. Man. Well, and like last year, that was kind of her thing. She went with this whole kind of um, mad scientist. Very Everything looked very clinical. Like mm-hmm. she had weird things under glass like they were specimens. Weird. And, so bizarre. Now, one year she did this thing that I really like where she took tissue paper and did silhouettes of ghosts and put them in all the windows of her house. Ooh. So it looked really cool. But last year, she did, again, the, these silhouette things you could do. But you could um, download the templates online, blah, blah, blah. And just you did them out of black paper. Mm-hmm. And they were of rats. <laughs> so 
so she's got this beautiful federal home, right. and she's got these black rats all over the floorboards and going up the stairs. Ugh. I'm telling you, I would scream if I came home and saw oh, that. I think that's a riot. Does she still have her catalog, the Martha by uh-huh. Mail? Because I used to get that catalog, and oh, they had the best stuff in there. And I remember the Halloween one always had awesome cookie cutters and cookie decorating kits, you know, like with royal icing and orange mm-hmm. and black and non-parel eyeballs and all kinds <laughs> totally. of totally awesome crafts. She just comes up with the best stuff. And then Rosie would always do crafts and her things were sort of a different school of crafts. They were like yeah. crafts you could really do. Yeah. <laughs> but um, she Lots of loves... Decoupage. Right. She loves the crafts. We love Rosie O'Donnell. I love her. Rosie always would have really fun... Um, back in the day she would always have really fun themed where they would like transform her whole studio to look like you know whatever the theme was that year mm-hmm. one year she did a big um wizard of oz thing i remember oh yeah i remember that i think that might have been her first year actually and i think often one of these talk shows or many of them will have bet midler on because this is when bet midler has her big um Hallow- it's, it's like her Hulaween is what she calls it because she's from Hawaii. She does right. the Hulaween ball in New York, and it's a big fundraiser for um, her, you know, keep New York beautiful fun. Oh, that's awesome! So there's always fun people on the talk shows. Um, Hulaween reminded me. I mentioned last time that I'm going <laughs> to be seeing. I'm going to be seeing Rosin Coven at the DNA Lounge in San Francisco, and um, one of their their big Halloween tradition is the annual roasting of the Halloweeny. And um, it's always themed. I don't know what the theme's going to be this year, but uh, it's always something good. A couple years ago, it was um, Bunhenge. They they dressed like a bad heavy metal band. They all had mullets. And and then they had a a Stonehenge replica made of hot dog buns. And they um, set the Halloweeny on fire. Yeah. And actually, the, the Vibes player, his wig caught on fire. It was oh, very exciting. I think exciting. I think there's pictures from it on the DNA Lounge website. Love but um, now the other thing is all of the Halloween specials, and one of them, of yes. course, you may be hearing this after it's already aired, but it um, is the the biggest classic of them all. It really is. It, it's the great. <laughs> I was going to get the title right because I've always said it wrong. I've always. It's called. It's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yes, I got a rock. I always think of it being the great pumpkin. No, I think it's it's, it's the, great the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. And I have to say, I believe as of last week, you could watch the whole thing on the YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah, didn't well, I send year, you a link to that one day? This year on... on they're showing it on Friday, but I think you'll be But they're doing this. the hour-long remaster. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to... Are those still put... brought to you by Dolly Madison Zingers? I wish that someone would bring me a Dolly Madison singer. God, I loved a raspberry singer. The raspberry, yes. That's the only time I liked coconut as a child, I believe. They were hard to find because it was always like Little Debbie's where I lived. But then Mm -hmm. the Dolly Madison were sort of a special thing. That's right. That was a totally a Charlie. I remember freaking out when I found out that President Madison's wife was really named Dolly. No I was like, way! Wait a minute! We had a first lady named Dolly Madison. That's the craziest coincidence ever. I love her zingers. <laughs> her zingers are delicious. My mother was like, "No, they named the pastries out after her because she was a consummate hostess." <laughs> Doris always with some education. Awesome. Um, yeah. What other Halloween specials do you love? Well, I have to say, and I'm not a I, not for 
for want of loving them. But I, I do think The Simpsons is great. But for some reason, I don't actually watch it very often. But they always do a big Halloween episode. Always a blowout. I think it was on this week. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's a popular one. But a lot of the sitcoms would do a Halloween one. Roseanne's show always had really good Halloweens. Roseanne, I, one year dressed as Prince. That was one of the yes, best ones. I remember that. It was I awesome. Re- I remember and Sandra was Bernhard funny- was on then, and she was dressed as Marilyn Monroe. Yes. That oh, show had so, so many good people on it. Martin Mull. They did. They one year I remember did a big haunted house in their house, and the in the end of it, they lifted up a dome that was on the dining room table, and Laurie Metcalf's head was in it. Yes, I remember. God, Laurie Metcalf, how brilliant is she? How much she's one of the most brilliant ever. She's so good. I love that she's on Desperate Housewives this year. Is she? Yes. Oh, right. She's the yes. She's the friend of 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 the Twin Peaks guys ex wife. Whose name I can't That's think of. What is his name? Kyle. Kyle. McLaughlin. McLaughlin. I was like, it's not Kyle Chandler. Although no. we love some Kyle Chandler. We do. Oof. Dreamy. How about Halloween movies? Now, here's the thing. I don't love the ha- I don't love the scary movie, but I know many people do. So I felt like yes. this is the time of year for them, and it was worth talking about, even though I don't particularly love them. But do you I, maybe do you enjoy suspense movies? I don't really, frankly. But See, I have to I say, I enjoy a good suspense thriller. I do. I, well, I do have a memory of seeing one of the scariest movies ever in one of the scariest places ever, which is our basement in Atlanta, where I grew up. Yeah, <laughs> and. It has sliding glass doors to the backyard, which is already oh, kind of scary, right? Scary. And so I was home. And at some point, I decided I was cool enough to move. We had a ranch house. I was cool enough to move from my bedroom, which was like right next to my parents' bedroom, to the big room in the basement. And I was never that scared down there. My sister, to this day, frankly, is a little scared down there. Um, I know. <laughs> if we're both home for Thanksgiving. Because she could hear doors creaking. Well, there's just something a little creepy about the big sliding door in there. And, you know, there's a fireplace that's boarded up in that room that oh I, to this day, I have no idea what's behind it. the ghost it. of Christmas past might come through. He might. And, which was extra scary because we're Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> but one night I was down there and there's a TV down there and I was home alone. In the, and it's scarier to be down there when you're home alone. If my pa- if someone's it upstairs, is. it's not that scary. And frankly, I'm not that scared anymore. But this night I watched. Now you have to remember, I don't watch scary movies. I don't. Right. Like I got really scared at Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I, it was too scary for me. I rem- Well, I was very young. But I remember just really not wanting to be there with my parents and them making me stay <laughs> scarred for life. Um but I remember going, what's this movie? Oh, look, it's Mia Farrow. Look how cute she is with her little short pixie haircut. Oh, no. Rosemary's freaking baby. So scary. Oh, my God. With Who was it? Ruth Gordon? Yeah. Yes. That was the scariest movie ever. And I, so of scary. course, got... And it's deceptively scary because it's not like jump out at you scary. You're not in a graveyard. You know, the peop- it's all... That's why it was scary is because it was so right. mundane. It was like a New York apartment. But... So I kept thinking, this isn't scary. Didn't sleep. Yikes. Didn't sleep. That's And I rem- also remember watching, being at a slumber party with a bunch of girlfriends when I was maybe 12 or 13, and um, they put on The Omen. Oh, dear Lord. And I was so scared that I put my head inside my sleeping bag for the entire oh, no. movie. Because what was I going to do? I was at this slumber party with all the girls. Right. I couldn't leave. You know, that, how oh. uncool would that have been, right? So, do you have scary movie stories? I have a couple. Um, now, I grew up in Iowa, and I actually went to high school about 
Oh God, corn! Is this going to be about children? Yeah, of the corn? about twenty twenty miles from where they filmed Children of the Corn. Oh, so I have distinct memories of us in when I was in high school, probably like sophomore in high school, and I, I went to a very small high school. There were only forty people in my class, so we could do things like this. Mm-hmm. We literally all got in one hay rack, like um, <laughs> flat bed of a. I don't know if forty people know what that is. <laughs> It's like a wagon. That's why I'm with, laughing. I'm like, oh, a like, hay rack. <laughs> it's a wagon without sides on it. Right. It's a, it's a flatbed. It's like a flatbed. And they and they put hay around the edge of it, and you hay. get in them, and you and you have a hay ride. Right. And so it was a hay ride, and it was all of us, and there was lots of like, we're in high school, people are being felt up. It's right. poking, pinch me, poke me, squeeze me. Right. And we are through the pitch dark Iowa country on dirt roads. Oh. I'm scared just thinking about it. So there's that part. Then we go back to Tim Peterson's house and we all manage to fit in his living room. All the whole class is in his (laughs) living room and we're all watching children of the corn on the big screen TV. They they were fancy family. And so, yeah, that's scary. Whatever. Um, I'm of course, lightening the mood by doing impersonations of the satanic children. And just keep going. He wants you to Malachi. Oh no. Kept saying that over and over and over again. And um, that hurt my voice a little bit. (laughs) And then when we're done, they're like, Mrs. Peterson's like, okay, kids, we've got s'mores and hot dogs and everything outside. Now it is very late. And we go out into, into, out on these people's farm. And there's a bonfire set up inches away from cornfields. Did you hear this? After I'd had a couple hot dogs. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so excited I figured out how to do sound effects oh, that you can hear it. them too. <laughs> well, I was trying to set you up earlier. I'm like, did the door creak? Oh. <laughs> that was the sliding door at your house. I was so scared remembering that story <laughs> that I wasn't actually listening. But there might have been I- monsters. <laughs> oh! That's scary. <laughs> I hope none of our listeners are trying to listen to this to go to bed. Oh, goodness. If they're trying to go to bed and there's a ghost in the house. Oh, my God. <laughs> it might be scary. Okay, I'm done. Oh, that's fantastic. So there's that scary movie and then another really good scary movie story. And this one now is hilarious to me. But at the time, I used to recommend this movie to everyone because I thought it was the best movie because it was so scary. Oh, no. And I was with the speech team, a.k.a. four fat girls and another future homosexual of America in like a hotel in Mason City, Iowa or some bullshit like that. And we're on like it's and we rented we could go like there was a place to rent videos across the street, across Mm -hmm. the highway from where we were staying. So we went to rent videos and we rented a really stupid movie with Lainey Kazan and Divine called Lust in the Dust. Yeah. And rented another movie called The Lady in White. Oh. Which is not like the Wilkie Collins novel. Wait, I feel like I just, there's a funny blog that I read and I feel like he was just talking about that movie. It's this. Is it I'm totally actually, ridiculous? I'm actually a little bit getting creeped out talking about it because it ha- it features in it the thing that cre- creeps me out the most of any creepy movie. Oh. And that is the woman who played Mona on <laughs> Who's the Boss? 
that was a good setup. I couldn't resist. Um, Catherine Hellman is in this movie. Um, and she, the whole, it's, it's kind of, it's Lucas Haas from, um, Oh, this is not the movie I'm thinking From Witness. Okay. Yeah. Is in it. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that John Lithgow is in it. But for sure. So it isn't crazy old. No, it it was a current movie when we were watching it. And it's kind of this story, like a legend, like the legend of this town is about the creepy lady in white. Oh, no. And um, is she this ghost? And Catherine Helmond is in it. And there's a moment in the movie where I'm going to give it away. So if you want to rent this movie and turn this off now. <laughs> spoilers ahead. Spoiler, spoiler <laughs> tag from a movie from in, 1985. From right. So I'm sure spoiler away. Um, anyway, oh, can we please for the show art try to find Catherine Helm? Yes, I will. As the lady in white. Yeah, she, okay, Lucas Haas is scared to death and he gets, for, he, for some reason, he gets locked in the school overnight and has to stay in the school overnight. Okay, that's scary enough. Yeah, and he's dressed in his school, his Halloween costume, because mm-hmm. it was a Halloween party at school that day, mm-hmm. and he's dressed as like a little skeleton or something, or like a pirate or something. Right. And he's sitting there like shivering and scared, and then they just show the window and lightning flashes, and Catherine Hellman is just randomly standing there with this white gown on. Now, scary. she's not doing anything. She's literally just standing there at the window. Now, to me, that is the scariest thing possible. The first time I saw Poltergeist, I was not scared with anything until we get to this weird part where they're in a mall and the crowd starts dissipating and the creepy preacher guy is just standing there staring at them. And I was like, no! Wait, in which movie? Poltergeist. In Poltergeist. I have a scary Poltergeist story, too, because my next-door neighbors, when I was growing up... um, their parents were divorced and the dad lived next to us and the mom lived in Marin in California. And mm-hmm. they, the, the two kids would spend the summer, I feel like I've talked about this, would spend the summer with their dad. And he was mm-hmm. a total movie freak. And he and so we would get to see movies all the time, quite often movies that were inappropriate for our age. I'm like, sure. say, All That Jazz. <laughs> oh, Lord. I was what? what like year did, some uppers. <laughs> what movie? I mean, what year did that come out? That was like 1981 or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I was 11. Didn't know what was happening. Um, but Lord. they took us to see Poltergeist at the drive-in. And the Holy kids shit. and the, the two sisters and I were sitting on the ground in front of the car, like leaning on the, oh, <laughs> on the dear car. Oh, Lord. Yes, crazy. Those people also um, always had pot in their freezer. And, <laughs> Did you know and a lot of that? porn. I, well, I remember the day I figured it out. It totally freaked me out. I could talk about them a whole other show. They're, they're fascinating people. Oh, we'll do crazy neighbors on another time. Oh, right. Definitely. <laughs> or interesting neighbors, we should say. Well, another great thing about scary movies are the fake scary movies. Like, um, yes. Like parody scary movies. Or, and oh, yeah. there are a couple of them that are Davis family favorites. And one of them Rob and I talked about, which is Mel Brooks's Young Frankenstein. Oh, I love it. My family dog was named Igor. Because I of love Young that. Frankenstein. Yeah, that's a family favorite. The, another family favorite is uh, Murder by Death. Yes! That's a good one. Which Did you guys ever see Murder the, by Death? The it's... original Clue. Like, people who love Clue, which I love and is, yes, and is brilliant. I love and, Clue. Um, I have most of it memorized. Anyone who sees that, I'm like, if you love Clue, you need to see Murder by Death. Yeah, because... It was written by Neil Simon. Mm hmm. And it had all kinds of crazy... It had Truman Capote was in it. Yes. Everyone was in it. Wait, I'm looking Peter at the list Sellers, here. Peter Sellers. Eileen Brennan. Eileen Brennan is in both of those movies. James Coco. She is. Peter Falk. Alec Guinness. Um, Come on. What's his name? David yeah. Niven. 
the guy who plays um, Nancy from Walker. Babe. Oh, Nancy Walker. Is James so Cromwell. James Cromwell. Um, uh, Maggie Smith. I mean, come on. And it's oh, it's it's a takeoff of every um, mystery uh, book. Like it's takeoff of all the Agatha Christie characters. It's a takeoff of um, Charlie Chan. Yeah. So it's there's almost a, said Jackie Chan. I'm like, you know, Jackie Chan, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Like instead of Nick and Nora Charles, there's um, Dick and Dora Charleston. Yeah. And um, and there's Sam Diamond instead of Sam Spade. Oh, it's and, so good. Uh, it's so funny and weird. And uh, oh, Truma the, Capote. Truma oh Capote He's plays so the weird is a party it. host. It's very similar to the setup of the movie Clue. Like you said, all of these people have been invited to this house, a scary Halloweeny you know manner during a huge rainstorm, and then there's a murder, and they all have to figure it out. And it's it's really really good. Really good. Now, there's a couple of other ones that I also remember as a kid loving that are not quite the caliber of Murder by Death. One of which, a favorite of my sister's and mine, Student Bodies. Did you ever see Student what? Bodies? No. It's another takeoff of Halloween and Friday the 13th and all of those high school murder ones. And it's kind of like the original scary movie then. It is. It's very much like that. And I'm. it's from 1981. And I imagine if I saw it, that is scary. That was 25 years ago. AKA when my boyfriend was born. Oh, shut it. <laughs> Isn't that me? That's I, that every made time it even worse. Every time oh. you said 81, I'm like, yeah, that's when my boyfriend oh, was born. Goodness. Um, oh, goodness. Well. If I saw it again today, it's probably horrible. But my sister and I loved that movie so much, and we still quote lines from it to each other. How about that really bad one? Um, oh, gosh. Love at First Bite with George yeah, Hamilton. With George Hamilton. <laughs> Susan St. James. Yes. Oh, Loved and then, it. And then to go a little bit more crazy with the vampire movies, there was... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, was Jim Bitten. Car- yeah, with Jim Carrey <laughs> and Faye Dunaway. Yes. Was that Once oh. Bitten? Yeah, I think that's what it was called. I think Once it Bitten. was. That's weird. That popped into my head, and oh, I feel you know like... What? Another oh, and scary then Teen movie Wolf, that I of loved. course. Teen Another Wolf. scary movie that I love that actually was supposed to be scary, but it's funny, is Vamp, which stars Grace Jones as a vampire, and she works at a strip club. Wait, but just for the record, Once Bitten is the one with Jim Carrey and Lauren Hutton. Excellent. Lauren Hutton. It's not Faye Dunaway. No, it's Lauren Hutton. Oh, and Cleavon Little. <laughs> good Lord. I like the fake scary oh, movie. Oh, there's the one, um, what is that, Fright Night. Yes, didn't see, and I didn't with see Fright Night. With Roddy McDowell. Oh, and I, that? I actually never saw the scary movie franchise either They're because funny. frankly, it seemed they're like it might gross. be too scary for me. <laughs> they're very gross, are they? but they're, but they're fun. And they are definitely more fun. If you've seen, you know, I know what you did last summer and scream right. and all that crap. Right. Now there is this section of fright night that every year my friend Sandy used to like take her tape recorder, her cassette tape recorder up to the TV and, record it for me and bring it into um, Navy Pier to the dressing room and play it for me because it, she thought it was so funny. Yeah. And it's this kid is turned into a vampire and he's putting on, he's dressing up like the other character's mother and laying (laughs) in bed and Roddy McDowell comes upstairs and he's like, Mrs. Brewster, Mrs. Brewster. And the, the vampire kid sits up in bed and goes, I'm afraid she's working late. <laughs> oh, she left a note. What? His dinner is in the oven. 
Whoa, that's it. And that's Sandy weird. thought it was the funniest thing ever. And so we used to say it all the time. Allison <laughs> Bazarco, who we featured, mm-hmm. she could say it word for word, too. Because we used to just then oh, walk Bazzy, around going... Bazzy, call in and say it. Oh, she left a note! <laughs> He's, apparently, she's working late. Oh, how weird. Go right now to YouTube and see if you can find Fright Night. Because I swear to God, that kid will be on there. Oh, I love it. Okay, you know what? This was supposed to be a short show, and now we've already run long. So we're going to say goodbye. We're going to see you guys on actual Halloween. It's going to be our next episode. We're so excited. Hey, and if any listeners are going to be at the DNA Lounge, shoot me an email, and uh, we'll hook up. And by hook up, I mean say hello, not anything. And buy Sarah a beverage. (laughs) Yeah, buy me a drink. Um, (laughs) As I have no shame. Um, All right, so you you know how to reach us, blah, blah, blah. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.